Welcome, welcome, welcome. This is Keeping It Real on Purpose, and I am your host, Edna White, and I want to thank you for joining us today. On today's episode, we are going to be speaking with Roger Pollard, the author of Motivation in You, the book everyone should read. So we want to welcome you, Roger, to Keeping It Real on Purpose. Thank you. Thank you. I'm uh, so pleased for you to have me and I'm uh, excited about this. Great. I am great. And we know we're excited to have you because this is the place where everybody goes or where people should go, as your book says, <laughs> to hear the, the real the real things about life and about how empowering themselves, um, having those conversations that change every aspect of your life. So we kind of keep it real here. So I'm glad you're here. So, um, thank you, first of all, for, um, sending in the book. I audience, I want you to know that I read it from cover to cover. Um, I like the little stick figures cause I, that's how I can draw. <laughs> I love that. Um, so we're going to just going to dive into this right now. Motivation in you, the book that everyone should read. Tell us why you wrote this book. I wrote this, uh, the book. I'm a, a 14 year high school teacher and a long time, 10 year uh, football coach, head football coach at my alma mater at uh, Coral Gables High School in Miami, Florida. And um, throughout the years and how I developed my football program was I believe that we have to make better people before we make better athletes. Uh-huh. So everything about giving them financial, uh, foundational aspects behind how they should live their life, not only on the field, but things that will relate and translate in, in every walk of life. Like who are you as a person uh, is, is, is who I was trying to get through to. And I have a, a set of twins at home and they're, they're seven years old. They're, they're turning eight in October this year. And just as an educator, I understand the value of really pouring in to the information that we know about everything that we have built. But I don't think we, we focus enough on giving kids the information that we know about human beings. And, mm-hmm. and that's us as social creatures. And then that's also us as uh, uh, our genealogy or, or personality. You know, so I look at my kids and they're night and day, boy and girl, and there are some things that overlap and there are some things that are different. So I wanted to give people information about you, not to say that you're on a, a specific, everybody, everybody lives or, or exists along a certain spectrum but as soon as we can identify some of these concepts, mm-hmm. personality, means the sociology, uh, now you, you, you just be better able to attack this thing called life. Right. Okay. So, That's good stuff. That's good stuff. I like that. Thank you. Very, Thank very, you. very well, well-rounded. And I think that you are correct. You know, when you invest in the people and you make better people, you make better everything. I mean, players, artists, everything, just everything, you know, you pour into that. That's great. That's great stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what I, I went out and and I was already doing it throughout the years. I was just kind of making different notes here and there. Mm -hmm. um, uh, You know, I went through a a depression. It's almost a year or more than a year ago now. and, And coming out of the other side of that, I realized, you know, we put so much off or we, we kind of shy away from so many things that we say, oh, we're going to do, or oh, we will. And I was just like, I need to be deliberate and intentional about the things that I want to do, and, and oh, yeah. let's get it done. Absolutely. Know, 
deliberate, um, yeah, strategically deliberate, yeah, and creative, absolutely, yeah. I agree with that totally. So in your book on page seven, you said, just because you know something does not mean you know it. Can you elaborate for our audience what that means to you or why you wrote it in the book? Yeah, I wrote it in the book because I think we are, we're, we don't want to look at things from multiple perspectives. Okay. You know, and that's, and it's, it's, I mean, it's almost what we tell our children or teach our kids on a day-to-day basis. Like, you want that toy, but that toy isn't yours. Like, how would you feel if someone came and took your toy? Mm-hmm. And it's the same thing. So, and, and, and I mean, we turn on the news and we see all of these issues, 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 issues. Well, right. issues are issues because... There are no real simple answers. If there were simple answers, then we would solve them. But there are multiple perspectives from which we can look at absolutely everything. Uh, nuclear weapons are bad. All right, well, I, I'm of the firm belief that if we didn't have nuclear weapons, we would still be running around with guns and shooting. Well, I mean, we do it too, but it wouldn't, it would be to a greater degree. So, you know, good and bad, light and dark, like everything has multiple perspectives. So investigate investigate certain reasons why right. investigate why you feel a certain way about something so right. that, that's what that was. challenge yourself right yeah 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 okay. yes. challenge yourself to step outside of your your comfort zone yeah absolutely you know? yeah and that's it yeah absolutely yeah, every, every relationship is reciprocal i'll say it like that so <laughs> To a chair, right? Yes. What does a chair give you? A chair it gives you a place to sit. But yes, absolutely. If you sit down in a chair all day, your lower back might hurt. Uh-huh. There, are, there are consequences to everything, and some things may not be seen from the vantage point or viewpoint in which you're looking at it. Right. So right. always try and use it multiple perspectives. Mm-hmm. So you say in the book, our bodies are actually hardwired towards unknown unknowns because of the vast amount of possibilities they cover yes um that's the fight or flight response if you it's the it's, it's tied into the orientation reflex reflex mm-hmm. if you hear a loud noise or a bang before you even before you think about it or before you've really even heard it your body reacts right like there are certain there are certain things in your body like if you if you have, uh, if you're for paralyzed people, if you hoist them up above a, a treadmill and you lean them forward, mm-hmm. your body will automatic, it will automatically walk on that treadmill. That's because we think of our bo- we think of our brains mm-hmm. in our head, but our brains run throughout our body. Right. So, um, in understanding that, that's my my concept that that moves into book two where. You need to you need to go outside and stretch. You need to dance. You need to move. You have to get into absolutely oh, because your our bodies do not only speak through our ability to articulate. Mm-hmm. You know, you go out and stretch. Exactly. Go out. And dance. All exactly. of these things are different ways in which our body transfer uh, uh, communicates. Right. You know. Exactly. So listen to it. Right. You have to listen to it because you're the only one who really has it. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> And your your book makes so much sense, um, but some of the things I pulled out of there, I, I chuckled to myself. I was like, "Yeah, <laughs> so very familiar, so very familiar." Right, and I I I, I gearing it to, to the adolescents just because I'm a, a high school teacher right. and, and, and a long time football coach. Where I'll sit down in an office with with a potential kid, and a kid will say, 
you know, they want to be the best. Everybody wants to go to the NFL. But everybody wants to do that when they're sitting down in the AC on the couch. <laughs> don't realize the work. They don't hey, realize it, yes. Start getting into the work. So. <laughs> Absolutely. And, and, and the, the, the greatest thing is, you know, our attention. Our attention is our most divine power. Mm-hmm. And knowing we see that, but we also, I also ask people to really really look and analyze what do you pay attention to and what are the ways in which they are shaping you because all of us know about what what the fast food restaurants are but they continually advertise to us right. what does that mean your your attention is like during the super bowl how much does a 30 second spot cost for a commercial yeah that's how much attention is worth and we have our attention every day and we wow that's a great we, point great point we, we but you know, these companies are telling us right. how much our attention means. Yeah. And we don't really, you know. We don't even put a value on it. You just made it real right there. That's something real is that those these commercials cost money. <laughs> yeah. So our attention is worth something. Wow. How do we steer yeah. off of not knowing our worth like that? How do we steer from that? What happened? Um, it's, it's being intentional and deliberate because... Honestly, well, I'll put it like this. If you go outside and mm-hmm. you see a butterfly, you don't really pay attention to it. Our brains are made to forget. But if you see a lion, <laughs> that's what gets you. Yes. So if, if you think about it, and I think about the news, 30, 40, let's say 40 years ago, how many people bought a newspaper? Right. Everybody. That's, that's revenue and money. Right. Well, are that many? People spending that amount of money today. No. Yeah. So what are they doing? They have to go out and everybody. Everything is about attention grabbing. Whether right. it's on Instagram, whether it's right. on. And, and there's a big difference between entertainment and education. Ah, entertainment, yes. Entertainment. Yes. I can just get that, and I can go and I can lay back. But if I educate myself, if I truly educate myself, and I learn something mm-hmm. new, mm-hmm. now I have to burn off parts of me that may believe that. And let that go. I have to willingly, if I really educate myself, and people don't want to educate themselves because everybody wants to run away from pain. If it's painful, because I, I, I just learned that the way I eat will change not only uh, what I look like physically, mm-hmm. but how I feel physically. And if right. I love myself, that means I'm invested in the person that I will be. So now I learn I can't eat McDonald's every day. What well, is a part of me that wants to do that? Mm-hmm. I have to let that go. Exactly. I have to. Yeah. It doesn't only work with yourself. It works with things. It works with friends. Mm-hmm. And it works with, and, and that's a, that's a sacrificial concept. That's a the fitness, right. the fitness list forever, but it voluntarily burns the old parts of itself. Away. Oh, that's good. Yeah, that's good. I like that. You know, we yeah, we we fail to set goals because we don't want to set terms for our own failure. So mm-hmm. if we don't think about it. It kind of doesn't happen, and we could turn a blind eye. So it's it's. I call it, everybody wants to talk about the first 10 amendments, but nobody talks about amendment zero. And amendment zero is the freedom of failure. And, Ooh, uh, that's good. I think it, it's Ooh. powerful. And that's how we get into this rut about, uh, you know, not self-worth. We get into that. We get into that, you know, we really, because I, I look at it like you're, you're, you're talking now, the self-worth value, because I could see value in everything, you know, and yeah. You know, you just said that the commercials, they spend so much money. So your attention is worth something. 
So, and it's, it's all about what you put your, your, um, I guess your, what is important to you, you know, and that's why some of the things get turned around. Um, years ago used to be, you know, years ago used to be like owning a house. Now it's owning a car, you know? So it, it, it's priorities are off. And, and nobody is a hundred percent. So I just, yeah. Like, I'm like, well, okay, I have another one. The United States of America. Do you know what the Pledge of Allegiance is? Mm-hmm. Pledge of Allegiance. To the, okay, so the United States of America, one of the best countries in the world, says that you should have a pledge that you talk to or say every day. Right. Well, my question to everybody is, what's the pledge for yourself? Right. What pledge do you have for yourself? And then right. do you, like the United States says, hey, when we go into the classroom, we're supposed to stand up, I pledge allegiance to the flag. Okay, that's fine. That's cool. I get it. I'm with that. Mm-hmm. But if they're saying, they're the most powerful. Now, if you want to imitate what you emulate, you're going to imitate what you emulate. Yeah. So, if that's a top country and they're saying to have a pledge that you say to yourself, that you say every day, what's the pledge that you say to yourself? My pledge is courage, love, and discipline, and that's the second book where um, courage is eat right, sleep right, and right. exercise. Right. Right. You know? And just, I'm not saying you're going to do it a hundred percent. Right. Right. Of course. Flawed, but you should at least have a plan. Like, I have a diet plan in which I try and eat certain ways. It's an aim. It's an ideal. It's a, right. it's a way. And, you know, every Friday I do have McDonald's with my kids. You right. Know? right. Yeah. Like, yeah, you get it. You, you have to have something. You have to have a goal. Right. Yeah. Right. right. And if you don't have a goal, now these attention minors, which is yes. social media, <laughs> that they're just going to, they're going to snap in front of you. Exactly. <laughs> Absolutely. You gotta identify. You, you gotta. You do. You it. have to identify. You really do. Yeah. Because you get turned around. This, you get turned that's around. That's what this book is. This, yeah. This, this book is. I'm not really telling. I have a lot of quotes in there and things of that nature, mm-hmm. but I'm not really telling you need to do this or you need to do that. Right. Just a reminder. It's but really a reminder and to make you challenged, be challenged about a lot of things. Right. Like, like, who are you? How? How? From Stop it, because I was just gonna read that. <laughs> No, it's good. It's fine. It's fine. I was just about to read that. You do say in your chapter, you, who are you? Honestly, take the time to answer the question. You are not your name. I don't know how many times I ask people because I'm, you know, life purpose coach and I ask them, who are they? And they will say, my name is, and my roles, you know, I'm a mother, I'm this and that. I was like, okay, but those are, that's your name you were given at birth. Got it. And those are roles that you do here on earth. But who are you? Why is that important in your opinion? And I know you elaborate, but why is it important? Um, well, well just from a practical standpoint, let's mm-hmm. say, uh, let's say I'm trying to get to you. You, you say you're in New York. Right. Well, we've been spoiled. The first thing we do is we put in the address to where we're going, but we don't even realize that the address to where we are is automatically already set. Yeah. Well, so that this book is about where are you? If mm-hmm. you're trying to go somewhere, we have to first determine where we are because where I am determines what route I'm going to take. You know, you're in New York. What if I said, oh, yeah, I'm going to come find you. I'm going to go get you, and I'm going to go walking, or I'm going to get a bike. No, knowing where you are, and the distance from where you are to where you want to go mm-hmm. lets you know what tools you're going to make, lets you know what type of a mindset you have, lets you know how long you're going to do it. Like, there are no goals. There are only bad timelines. And timelines mm-hmm. are uh, 
is the distance between the two. Everybody always wants to talk about the horizon, and no one wants to talk about where their feet are. We gotta <laughs> figure out where are, where are our feet. Yeah. Who who are you from family level? Did you have your parents in your life? Great parents right. in your life? Whatever. And whatever your family was, your family is special. That's great and that's good. If you grew up with a father, or if you grew up with a mother, what well, your job is, you're gonna be the mother that you didn't have. You're mm-hmm. gonna be the father that you didn't have. So I don't want to hear anything. Blah blah blah. blah. Right. Family, friends, uh, uh, what your faith is. What do you believe in? Right. Not through words, but through action. Do you believe in a higher power and a, and a higher being? Mm-hmm. And I say that your belief is action. So if you spend more time on the phone than you do with a personal relationship with that divine thing, now let's be real and let's be honest. Right. And then um, education, of course. Like right. we're saying, in our society, the most important thing is to educate for 25 years, 24 years. Mm-hmm. And then the most important one is, is mass media, which is is having a negative effect. We know that negative ideation is up, especially in our in our future with yeah. our kids, from suicide rates to this to that. And I think we're we're constantly reinforcing labels and identities instead of values. Yeah. What do you value? Right. What do you value? And let your value tell you what your identity is. Yeah. And we've got it. We just I don't know. I yeah. don't know what we're doing. So. Right. Yeah, you, you talk about a lot of that, um, the community, mass media communications, um, and you talk about that and kind of the traits uh, along with what you're getting, you know, what, what you're listening to. So um, I want to go to the statement that you have, you have a, a quote here that it's by you. Don't tell me your goals. Show me how you, you work and I will tell you what your goals are. I think that's yeah. terrific. I think that is so very terrific. I never it's thought of it funny. that way, but I, I think it's, yeah. I think that is, you. I could just see you and I know what your goals are. You can tell me everything else, but, uh, you know, I see what your goals are. <laughs> well, you don't, we don't, like, when, and I, I deal with the high school crowd, so, you know, I tell them and I ask them, hey, look, you have a girl who won't tell you that they, they love you. Mm-hmm. And you have a girl that will tell you passionately, look you in your face, and tell you that she loves you but after she tells you she loves you she kisses some other guy in the face right and the other girl who won't tell you she loves you is always going to be there for you always want to have conversation and connect with you it's really invested in the relationship that you guys build mm-hmm. which one do you believe like what right. do you believe in through action you want to be with the girl who tells you all of the sweet things and curses or or the guy Right, for, right. You know, to switch around. Okay, it doesn't matter who mm-hmm. the, the, the person, the person that you most utmost care about. They tell you one thing, but they do the next. I would rather have someone tell me that they hate me, they hate me, they hate me, but through their action, when I look at their action, because the action is the most important thing. Mm-hmm. It's not what you're aiming out; it's the value and energy in which you put forward into that, and. I think we're too caught up in our in our in our day and age with the marketers and the clever right. talkers, and right. people who use lies in order to. Oh, I'm sorry, they use the truth to tell the lie. Right. <laughs> and, yeah. And it's just uh, to like create a lie. Know, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's you know the white lies or the, oh, yeah. you know the half news and mm-hmm. I call that soul. I call it the 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 opposite of logos. The opposite of right. the pure honest pure articulation. Love, yeah. Of love. Truth is creation, and mm-hmm. um, and 
you know, and, and, and we are where we are today. Yeah. People tell you this, and, and then they, it's not about providing a service. It's about turning a profit. And yeah. It's it's tough. So yeah. I just... So how do we stay... So how do we stay from arrogance and hubris when building confidence in ourselves, our talents, and skills? Uh, one is understand that every single individual on this planet is special. And it's mm. not an individual. It's every entity is, is special. And because every entity is special, nothing is. Right? right. Because every, if everything is the same, then it's not. So um, you're, you're, you have to have confidence in you because you're you. But and, and that's the hubristic side. Right. But the real side is finding confidence. I know I'm going to make this free throw because I've, I've practiced this free throw a thousand times. I've practiced this shot a thousand times. I've practiced uh, being able to stand up on my own and articulate my thoughts. I've practiced like, like it's the, it's the old man, the, the old veteran at work that everybody kind of rolls to. Like, you might have a boss, but if they don't mm -hmm. know nothing, you can walk, you can sit back and you can look. Who does everybody go to when they're in times of need? Mm -hmm. You know, that's where, that's where that confidence needs to oh, come yeah. from. It has to be. And, uh, like, my kids, my football players used to always talk about Deion Sanders, how he was talking about he was prime time. If you look good, you play good. Deion Sanders ran a four-two-nine in a like a four. He was ridiculously athletic and put a whole bunch of work in. Right. And and we we, we kind of get caught up too much in that final product. Right. And not really exactly not seeing what the work has got to be involved. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And that leads Jordan, me to Jordan, that leads me to me to the next question I have for you. Um, can you give us like three pointers or steps to how to build yourself? How you break it down in your 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 book, just give us three pointers on how so to build this yourself. Book or my second book. Um, how to build three. it on your chapter here says how to build yourself. Can you give us three pointers on how to build yourself? Oh, um, uh, one, uh, to me, when you're, you're building yourself in two ways, right? So who you are as an individual is about being a teammate. Right? How can you be a teammate? Like, like the, the we are stronger together. So we since the since we are going to always have relationships, then mm -hmm. it's you gotta work. You gotta you gotta be able to communicate and right. be cute and have some uh, humility behind what you do in right. your actions. And humility is the ability to see that other people may be able to do something better than you. Right. Right. Like Absolutely. that's the that's the concept behind family. Right. right, that's the concept, and I, I feel like the, the original family is the community. No one person does everything. Mm -hmm. We share and 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 reciprocate certain activities okay. so that the final product mm -hmm. is is what it is. Right, and then uh, build yourself as a leader because who cares what you can do if you can't lead yourself? Right, you <laughs> who cares if you can't yeah. lead yourself? What good are you? And that's <laughs> that's finding out what you value. Right. Really, really, really not right. really identifying with the label or identification, right. identifying with the things that are important, important to you, mm -hmm. that you have, found, you have a strong foundation. Right. So exactly. Um, yeah. Find um, your values and then uh, uh, humility. Okay. All right. That's beautiful. All right, audience, you heard that. Um, and that's some good information um, to grow us personally and in leadership. That's really important. Um, and that's a great value 
for now for anything that we're doing, considering what is going on in our climate as it is now. So tell us what, um, as you're writing this book, um, who was um, one of the, or who kind of like pushed you along to write this book? Uh, in terms of like who I was listening to? Or, Yo, who inspired you to, to kind of write this book? Yes. My inspiration, I tell people, I don't, I don't really care if I sell a book. Yeah. My, it's my kids. Like I went okay. out <laughs> a little, there was a, a little fan thing going on. And I, I was having people write down what their goals are. Mm-hmm. What they, you know, writing down a goal increases your probability of getting it by 50%. And my son drew, he drew the book because right. they, they've known since I was writing the book that the book was for them. Right. Right. Like I like going into ninth grade, whatever the summer reading is, okay, I got it. They're going to read this book because I want them to understand what, what it is. And, and, um, so it's, it's for them. That's that's it for them. Yeah. That's great for the next generation. Great. That's a great heritage. That's great. That's really great. So what are the best resources as an author, um, did, did you have to kind of help you do this? that cut your hand, um, your, your time in half or gave you, Oh, this is great. You know, what helped you? I, um, I, I really don't watch a lot of TV. Mm-hmm. I really don't do a whole bunch of music. If you ask me what happened at this the party last night or anything like that, I, I don't know. <laughs> like I, just, I, I, I like to listen to, uh, different podcasts, right. uh, Philosopher's Notes with Brian Johnson. He just breaks down the best books out of different fields, and then going on YouTube and and listening to different. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I'm I'm really in I'm really in tune, or I'm really interested in. I don't think we control our interests. Right. Um, I'm really interested in how how um, ideals, concepts, abstract ideals are actually connected from the physiological level. Mm-hmm. Um, like we know that extra 15 minutes of exercise actually changes the amount of BDNF in your system. BDNF is the body differential neurotropic factor. What that does is it increases your ability to think. It increases okay. your ability to memorize things. It goes into your hippocampus and all. So I like tracing all of those things. Oh, interesting. Mm-hmm. Hey, Working out is not about what you look like. It's mm-hmm. actually increasing what you think like. Oh, yeah. And, uh, <laughs> so listening to like, Andrew Huberman's podcast or, or my, my wife is in school now, so I have access to journaly scholars. And I just, hey, is there a correlation between gender and income? Or is there a correlation? And really, really, That's really good. going down mm-hmm. and getting it to the, uh, to the meat of the information. Okay, good. What is it? What was your biggest um, challenge or failure as you were writing this book and, and trying to get it all correlated? Did you have a challenge, and what did you learn uh, from it? One was courage. You know, mm-hmm. anytime, you know, if you look at our archetypical stories, who who entertains the king in the courtyard? It's the jester. It's, it's, yeah. it's the the joker, and that's because anytime you go off into a new endeavor, you go off a fool mm-hmm. like everybody that you like 500 people went in that direction and they didn't come back wow and you've got to kind of have the faith that i'm the one i prepared myself i put myself in the situation to stand up and move on so anytime you start something of course you're going to start a fool no one wants to look a fool but 
it's this is like the, the first time you took a step did you did you walk right away mm -hmm. like i say learn from the lesson of the younger version of you like if we were learning how to walk right now in our age no one would walk because everybody mm -hmm. would be so upset about right. falling or or more concerned about the color of their shoes or or something else learn how to walk how many times do you fall you don't know you just know that you walk yeah and that's yeah that's my thing for for authors yo like there are no bad goals. There are only bad timelines. Wow. So continue That's consistently. Good. Like you're not, you're not who you are. You're who you're going to become. And you have to identify with the part of you that creates the better you. You're not, you're not where you are. You're not where you're going. You're, mm -hmm. you're somewhere in between and, um, and identify with that. And that's, and that's hard when you're doing a new endeavor, but. Oh yeah, absolutely. Uh, Very hard. You know, and that's why it's courage, the ability yeah. to move forward, knowing the good and the bad. Right. I can take the game winning shot because I know I might miss it, but I, I have confidence in the practice that I had before that I'll make it. And I feel it's just that confidence, you know. Well, audience, you are on Keeping It Real on Purpose, and we are listening to Roger Pollard on his book, Motivation and You. The book everyone should read, which I have read, and I, I will say it's very easy reading. Roger, how can we get this book from you? Um, you can you can go to my website, motiveinmotivation.com, and and then also on Amazon, uh, you can you can Google it and search it. Uh, okay. I've had a, I've had a lot of positive feedback, which is. Uh, you know, anytime something new and you put, you kind of put yourself out there, mm -hmm. it's, um, it's, it's a challenge. kind of nerve wracking. Yeah. Like, this is a challenge. <laughs> yes. like getting on here and then you never, you, you honestly, you never know, you know, that's the unknown unknown, right? Right. You're absolutely. Here, especially when you're invested in it. But, um, yeah. what I, what I find peace is knowing that the only thing that you can control are your thoughts and your actions. Yep. And, if anything comes back, you know, negatively, don't get in your feelings because, mm -hmm. you know, negative emotion just comes when an expectation doesn't meet reality. Right. Don't get mad at reality because right. people read and they don't like it. It might be because of who they are because everybody's mm -hmm. different or it might be you're not, you know, maybe this isn't really a good endeavor for me. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. consistently going out, challenge yourself, get outside your comfort zone a little bit, mm -hmm. take the criticism. And continually grow. Right. You know, continually grow. This is so great for the audience and myself. And um, getting to know all about your your um your book, which is your business. <laughs> and now it's it's time to turn the tables, so we can know about you personally, Roger. So who is the most important person in your life? I know you already probably told us that. Is it the twins? Yes. Uh, no. The, the, the twins. Uh, I... <laughs> <laughs> well, no, because I, I really honestly say, I say, you know, we're all either one or two right. things originally. And the right. most foundational thing is we're, we're a, 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 a son-daughter first. Okay. And so that's the relationship with my parents. Okay. And then, that's great. And then we're a father-mother. Okay. Um, so so I, I'd want to say it's a, a tie between those two. Okay. But, you know, I... I I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for my parents. Absolutely, so, you're right. <laughs> you're so great, the kids right. wouldn't be here. So that's yeah. that's them, and I I get them riled up. Uh, you know, they, <laughs> they're about an hour south of me, so I like to I like to investigate the truth sometimes, yeah. and mm -hmm. sometimes that can be a little painful for people. Right. Right. Um, and 
that's that's them. Those are my driving forces. Okay. And then, of course, my kids and my wife and mm-hmm. and you know, community concept. That's great, Roger. What's the best compliment you've ever received? Um, in 2006, I was a sociology teacher, and I was giving you know I was giving motivational Monday uh, lessons. And about mm-hmm. six years, seven years after that, there was a girl who was homeless at the time, and listen to some of the things that I told them about ninth graders and studying for the SAT and, and, and not looking at your situation as, you know, just solely negative, but that you right. can change it. And she ended up working her way into a full scholarship at Columbia. And she, she wrote a letter, a heartfelt letter to me, just, you know, because I always said, when I speak, I don't speak to the whole class. I speak to just one person. I'm like one person who really, really leans in and listens to it where I, I can make, you know, monumental change just go once from being homeless to having a full scholarship and mm-hmm. you know how much does that change the rest of her life wow so, um, so that 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 gratitude you know that was that was she didn't have to come back and and, and leave that letter. that's nice that's beautiful yeah. it's, and that's yeah. that's some that's when you really feel good you know, it feels good to get those things it just makes you feel like hey um, I'm, I am on the right track somewhere and I'm touching a, a life at a time, which is great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's the, like, even in having this conversation right now, this isn't about, you know, trying to bluff. No, there's some person, one person out there that, that'll, that'll hear this and it'll make their day or it'll change the way you sure. look at things. Sure. When you change the way you look at things, the things you look at change. Yes, they do. Yes, they do. Uh, Love that. If you had, if you could have a billboard with anything on it, what would it be and why? Um, oh, it's about, I think the most important person is who you become is, would be my, um, and it would be a Phoenix. Yeah. It'd be a Phoenix and a statement over, I'm not, oh, I got to write this down. Oh my goodness, who you become. I'm <laughs> It's wonderful when you have these great conversations and all this great stuff just comes out. So you do have to have a, a pen and paper or something. You know, you do have to have it. I, well, well um, that's what conversation is. Like, yeah. I, I, I like down the etymology of words. Con means to thoroughly wrestle. Ver is mm-hmm. truth. Station is satisfied. Like, yes. We, and that's what that's I think great. we're, we're kind of we're kind of shying away from in our era. Right. Everybody wants to shout each other down. No, a conversation means we are trapped. We're, we're, we're both part, we're both participating in the form and art of creation, yeah. taking thoughts from our mind and making them real. And we put both of our views out there and we're letting these views wrestle so that we can eventually get to what we, what we're satisfied with as the truth. Yes. And, um, uh, just, you know, uh, uh, I, I feel like we're lacking in that yeah. uh, in today's age. Yeah, and, um, and we just got to get more people who are willing to do it. Yeah, I think to people have the conversations. Are yeah. hungry and, and, and striving or, or, or hungry for that. I'll yeah. Say. Great. So final thoughts. What's the best tip you can share with anyone that wants to be in business or in, motivate them or inspire them or anyone that wants to be an author? Um, my thing is, uh, start off, everybody, everybody watches football games or basketball games or you've seen and you know what momentum is. Mm-hmm. So I, 
start your day off with momentum. Put yourself, give yourself three things to do that ends off with your pledge. And I say, and, and just because of the physiology behind it, and this is going to be in my, my third book, mm -hmm. um, end your morning off with a cold shower because of what it does for you. But uh, some type of okay. physical activity, whether right. it's a 15-minute walk, right. a, a connection with, I'm, I'm learning about grounding and yeah. what the what what's going on in terms of having your feet connected mm -hmm. to the floor ground mm -hmm. where I just looked up a, a, a graph yesterday where uh, the rates of diabetes mm -hmm. and, and shoe sales are on are exactly the same graph. Oh, wow. And um, yes, I mean, it's it's crazy. Mm -hmm. And then get a little bit of a reading and get a little bit of something that you're reading in right. those three and end it up exercise you know, a, a connection type of deal, right. which is really about gratitude, right? Right. There are people out there who can't walk. Can you mm -hmm. walk? There are people out there who can't talk, who can't think, who can't do before you get up. Do you say thankful? Cause you can't be thankful and take things for granted. Yeah. It's one of the two. Right. And, and once you do that now, now you can turn on the news and, and listen to all the right. activity and all that other stuff, but get right. your momentum going in the morning. First thing. That's great. Yeah. Audience, get your momentum going. One of my favorite things to do is, you know, um, do some exercise and some yoga and then meditate. And I love walking meditation, which is great, you know, 15, 20 minutes walking. Um, and just I, I love that connecting with nature, no matter what weather it is sometimes, you know. Um, but I love it. I love just doing that. And it gets me started for my day. You know, so I like that part. Audience, take note of that. That's some great information for us to take back for our personal well-being. And that brings us to the end of the show. I want to thank you all for listening. I want to thank Roger for being here with us and sharing his book. And if you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please share it um, with others, post it on social media, leave a rating and a review. And to catch up with me, you can follow me on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at EJW Coaching. And um, you see what I, I, I'm doing around town. But you guys know you follow me. You're my internet best friends. So remember um, to get this book again, Roger Pollard, Motivation in You, the book everyone should read. And we thank you, Roger, for being here. And this is Edna White and my guest, Roger Pollard, signing off for now. Bye for now. All right. Thank you.